Hey, what's up, guys? It's Dario from the Time Flies Podcast. I wanted to let you guys know, whenever I'm not recording, editing, or uploading a podcast, I'm listening to different types of podcasts. Headphone is a podcast app with different types of genres for podcasts. They have everything from romance to horror to comedy podcasts. And now, if you use my coupon code TIMEFLIES10, you guys get 10% off their subscription price. I'm currently listening to Dracula Reborn where Dracula is trying to raise a vampire army and conquer the world. Here's a clip from the podcast for you guys. Uh, Mr. DaCosta, I appreciate your invitation for dinner. Yet, I notice there's no food. Oh, my dear boy. It appears there's been a misunderstanding. You aren't here for dinner. <laughs> you are dinner. <laughs> Remember to use my coupon code TIMEFLIES10 and check out the headphone app. Hello, welcome to another edition of the Time Flies Podcast. I'm your host, Dariel, and the Dream Team is back. back we got my back, guy, Mike, back, in the back, building. Back. What's good, boy? How you been, man? Chilling. It's been a minute, bro. It has been. It's been but, a- <laughs> well, eight minutes since we've been in the uh, makeshift studio, but... In person, yeah, yeah, yeah. In yeah, person, yeah. but... Um, but go check out that episode. Me and Mike, we dropped one. Uh, we were um, talking about Nas's Magic, Magic 3. That was via Zoom, but like I said, finally got Mike back in the building, in person. Yes, sir. It's the only way to do it. Um, before we get into, before we get into today's episode, my guy Mike, just how you been? How's the family? How's everything? How's life? Blessed, man. Yeah. Can't complain too much. So maintaining. Maintaining. That's all. Pushing through. Gotta push through. Gotta push through. <laughs> if you complain, you attract the wrong energy to your life. You just gotta keep pushing. Oh, that's a bar. Jesus, that's a bar. Um, want to get into it? <laughs> you want to get right into it? Let's get right into it. All right, bet. Okay, so let me start off with a little disclaimer. So, shout out to my boy Jeff and Rainer. Rainer specifically, he's a big Drake stan. I was trying to get them on the pod to talk about the boys' album. We're gonna be talking about hip hop in 2023, hip hop in general. We're gonna go a lot of different places with this episode. But the first thing we're gonna start off with, we're gonna start off talking about the boy. We're going to be talking about For All the Dogs. Now, Rainer, like I said, he's a hip, he's a Drake stan, and I was trying to get him on the pod, but scheduling just got in the way and shit. So, Rainer, if you're watching this or hearing this, I'm sorry, but I've been trying to get my shit off, and I'm going to get my shit off right now. Okay, now I got that out of the way. All right, so For All the Dogs, if we're talking hip-hop in 2023, of course, we got to talk about the king of hip-hop. We got to talk about Drake. I think that's yeah. undeniable. Undeniable. Oh, and obviously, we never saw a run like this. So yeah, we got to we got to talk about the boy. This is one of, if not the most anticipated albums of 2023. So going into this album, I was telling my boys, oh, we're on a group chat, and I'm like, "Yo, Rainer," I'm like, "Yo, the boy has pressure on him," and Rainer was like, "No, he, like Drake can't have any pressure on him. He's a king of hip-hop. Whatever he's gonna do is gonna go diamond, gold, whatever, right?" And I'm coming at Rainer from the perspective of, all right, listen, his last three projects. Starting from CLB, Shutterfly Loverboy, Honestly Nevermind, and then it was um her loss with 21. Certified Loverboy was going at the time was going up against Donda. 
Right. In my opinion, I think Donda got it by a landslide. If we're talking about quality of music. Correct. 1,000%. That's what I was talking about. I was talking about quality of music. And unfortunately, the whole Kanye, the whole Ye and Drake stuff, it was like really, at, it was really like butting heads in that moment. That was, yeah, that was one of the climaxes of that. Yeah. Exactly. So, of course, the general audience, they're going to pit the two albums together since they came out around the same time. Mm-hmm. Whose album was better? I think, again, you said and I said, I think Donna got out by a landslide. The quality of music was a lot better. Drake, Certified Loverboy was a good album, but it just, it wasn't what we were hoping for from Drake. It's what's become the expectation for a Drake album. 100%. But I'm going to, because I know you've been waiting to go ISO on this. <laughs> we'll develop, we'll further that yeah, yeah, conversation. Yeah. But we're going to yeah. come back to that point exactly. We're going to come back to that point exactly. Mm-hmm. Okay. So then after CLB, what's the album after that? Honestly, never mind. Honestly, never mind is if you're a Drake, if you're a hip hop head, you know, honestly, never mind. It's not a hip hop album. There's a reason why he he you know which I'm not mad at the way he did. Which I'm not mad at. I get it. Drake is trying to he's trying to cater to different markets. He's trying to cater to fucking Ibiza, all the white people in Ibiza yeah, going yeah. crazy in Mykonos and all that shit. Yeah. I like the album. I'm, I, I'm my brother. Shout out Diego. My brother, he loves house music. So like, I kind of grew up with that music. Yeah. So I was kind of used to it. I wasn't mad at it. I liked I a, lot a lot of songs off the album. To that music. <laughs> Facts. So I wasn't. I wasn't. Um. I wasn't mad at the album. But of course, if we're talking hip hop. You can't bring up honestly, never mind within Drake's discography. You're not gonna bring up the album. No. Okay. He just had to join with Twenty One Savage at the tail end of it, which was fire. What was the name of that? Again? Her loss. No, 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 no. The, oh, the, the track song. At the end, that, uh, it was, it was yeah, a, yeah. released as a Lucy originally, and then it it came back. Jimmy Cooks. Good call, my fire. Boy. Yes, and the, perfectly done. Nice little segue to the album after honestly, never mind. We got her loss, which is a joint album with Twenty One. And the last song off of Honestly Nevermind, like you just said, Jimmy Cooks, was a prelude to Her Loss. Mm-hmm. Now, Her Loss is a joint album. It's not an album that Drake has on his own. Even though people say Drake has a majority of the songs, he's on most of the songs, 21 is barely on the album ad-libbing, right? In my opinion, it's still a Drake and 21 album. It's not For a sure. Drake album solo. That's a joint album. So, you take that into consideration, so then I was telling Rainer, I'm like, listen, his last three projects have not been it. They have not been it. They have not been what the Drake fans, what the hip hop fans are expecting from Drake, the king of hip hop. It's time. We need a solidified classic. In my opinion, I think Take Care is his only solidified classic with, um, with Nothing Was The Same really close behind it. I think you, could ha- I think you can add it to his discography as far as classics. But as far as undeniable, undisputable, I only have Take Care. And for an artist of Drake's caliber, the king of hip-hop for the past decade, for the past 15 years, shouldn't he have more than one body of work that's an undisputable classic? It's tough because you're contextualizing it with the hip-hop that we came from, which isn't necessarily relevant to the standards of today. Where in our eyes... Something that hindered even the best rappers of our generation, the Jadakiss and the Fabulous, was the <laughs> fact that <laughs> was the fact that they don't really have a classic album. I mean, Kiss obviously with the locks, you could argue, but in our you know our I'm generation, let, I'm gonna let you rappers, cook, but I, I already got a dispute against that. We, but I'm gonna let you yeah, cook. Yeah, the Go rappers ahead. that we come from, 
they needed a classic something. Fab was very relevant in the mixtape circuit, but if you're talking like studio albums as they're projected, as they're released, you could say Fab probably doesn't have a, a classic under his belt. No, I agree with you. Fab and Jada, they don't have classic albums as far as commercial yeah. releases, but this is where I dispute that. Fab and Jada were never where Drake is now. Mm-hmm. Fab and Jada, I get it. you yeah. feel me? So I feel like... I feel like the comparison we can make, and I'm not talking about the kind of music they make. I'm not talking about what they say in their music. I'm just talking about from the standpoint of within the hip-hop culture, as far as being the guy in hip-hop culture, I feel like you can compare Drake with Jay. Yeah. How long was Jay's run? Jay's run was damn near over a decade, right? Yeah. Okay, and how many classics, in your opinion, I'm asking you, because in my opinion, this guy is the music encyclopedia not just hip-hop but in your opinion how many classics does jay have that could be debate i think okay if we're talking objective classics like to the masses because i'm someone and i think i vocalized this before who in my lifetime volume one i look at as a classic the majority doesn't okay long story less long i would say that the majority of people will say jay's classics reasonable doubt reasonable doubt yeah Probably Hard Knock Life. Okay. This, this is the masses you're talking the about. The masses. Okay. Hard Knock Life. You already got two. The Blueprint. You already got three. And the Black Album. You got four. That's I think four. that those are universal classics in terms of the masses. So that's the masses. You're talking about the masses. You named four albums. And I think it's fair to say to the masses within the hip-hop culture, Drake, I think, maybe has two. Maybe has two. And, for, yeah. and I think Nothing Was the Same is a conversation. So that's what I'm saying. I'm saying like In some Drake, circles, if you're reading this too. I've never heard that. Yeah, I've heard that. You've heard I, if you're I reading actually, this as a classic. I actually think that that's one of his his um more uh, revisitable, if that's a word, albums. I like that album too. I still, yeah, I still go back. Like I'll still bump that in the gym. Some of that shit still goes. I, yeah, it's just, it, it's a different hip hop and it's kind of to that generation. And I know you're going to go into ISO, but to that generation, <laughs> you know, that... That Cole, Drake, Wale, Kendrick that we always talk about. Sean, don't forget Sean. Sean, they're right at the cusp of albums mattering and then the game transitioning into a singles and a streaming game. So there was less emphasis on the album. But the rappers who cared about making albums still made classics. You still get a classic out of Cole. You still get you still get a classic undisputed with the good kid Mad City from Kendrick. Yeah, I mean, like you said, they were right so on the cusp of they before were right streaming on the cusp, so it's and a different ending of physical game, copies. So yeah. you don't really need the classic album for the hip hop artist today to be the guy unfortunately i mean i get i get what you're saying but th- this is to I'm us just, yes you do cuz we're from an older school to i get us, it yeah yes but to the people that he's appealing to with this but listen album, but listen to the listen to the names that you just mentioned you mentioned Cole you mentioned yep. Dot you mentioned Sean I, i'm pretty sure you mentioned Wale right of course you know Drake is in that class yeah Drake is in that class Big time. so he falls within the same parameters of of coming out with a classic or not. Yeah. So that's what I'm saying. If, if like, wh- I get it, Drake. He should have, if you're asking me if I think he should have more than what he has as far as his catalog, absolutely. Okay, cool. So we're in agreement from there. And this, this is just my whole point with Drake. I just feel like Drake, being the artist and being where he is right now on the mountain of hip hop, he should just have way more certifiable classics than he does right now. And he's been shitting the bed. For me, he's been shitting the bed. And oh, if you're yeah. the king of hip-hop right now, 
like I get it. If you've been on the king for you've been on the hill for a while, you might get lazy, you might get comfortable, shit might 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 go through your fingers, right? I get it. But it's been crazy because Drake has been on this hill for damn near 15 years that I think he just lost sight of what made him the king of hip hop. And I'm I'm not saying that he can never get it back. But this is this is this was just my gripe with Drake going into this album. I'm I was going into this album being like, all right, like let's see. This is like uh, you, for me, you had O for three great albums. I listened to them. I'm not saying they're bad albums, but again, if we're comparing just like Drake's status in hip hop to others before him, we gotta hold Drake to the same standard that we did to others. But you also understand that Drake is no longer even making albums since since. More life. He's been making playlists. It's packaged like an album, but he's been making playlists. And why do you think he's doing that? Because he has to appeal to everyone, and he's got to get his streaming numbers. If he could get streams from this community, putting some real rap shit on there, like the the conductor produced conductor, uh, we have a problem. <laughs> eight a.m. in Charlotte. Eight a.m. in Charlotte, which is fire. Fire. And We're then he could that. have the Scissor record. He could have he. You know, if he could touch all these markets, get the streaming in all places. That's the main objective. The classic album. And there's that infamous quote that that haunts, not haunts Drake, but he knows exactly what he's doing. On Scorpion, what did he say on uh, Rose's? Oh, my bad. What was it? Ro- Sandra's Rose. He uh, said, and uh-huh. I know a classic is just 10 of these. So oh, he, knows, yeah. he knows exactly what he has to do to appeal to us. He's not, he doesn't care. Facts. No, and all the power to him. And yes, you brought me to something that I remember now. He said, he, quote, he said he's never going to drop an entire rap album because right. of what you just said. He has too many different markets to cater to. But that's what's hold. I feel like that's what's holding that you back. That is his gift and his curse. Facts. If he focuses on one album, why can't he just drop... Drop drop two albums back to back. Drop a hip hop album, ten tracks, ten to thirteen tracks, straight hip hop, boom bap. It doesn't even have to be all boom bap. It could be it could be um, uh, Boy Wonder. It could be Forty. It could be any of these hip hop producers, right? And then drop another album back to back where it's purely R and B. He doesn't have to drop the the in one project half R and B, half rap. Why doesn't yeah. he drop one entire rap album, one entire R and B album? He could do that, or he could do the Speaker Box Love Below thing. But I'm saying, but like, I think he tried that with Scorpion. But yeah, ahead. that's what I'm I saying. Like, in Scorpion. one project, yeah, he had like two sides to it, and I'm saying like, fuck that. Drop an entire hip hop album, and then drop an entire R and B album, maybe within a month of each other, and then that rap album, if it's as good as we think it could be, he's gonna have a certified undeniable and classic, and he'll be he'll be in the conversation now. Yeah, you feel me? And he yeah, and he would he would be able to deliver. He he chooses not to. That line that's my gripe told with him. Me. Yeah. He cho- he chooses not to. You're so right, man. That's his gift and his curse. It's- but um, before we get into the album, because of course we're gonna br- we're gonna break it down track by track. I've been listening for to sure. this album heavily as of late in preparation for the pod. But do you have anything that you want to say towards my remarks or anything independently? Whatever you want to, wherever no, you want to go. We're we're pretty we're in agreement there. I mean, I think you know from out, you know, based on our standards, we all hoped that Drake would have. That across the board classic where I mean take care to your point is probably the most universally accepted classic because that's that's what carves out Drake as an artist that gives that the sound that gives the context album, that's, that's really where yeah, yeah. he came to be with the assistance of the weekend that dark melodic but moody like, shit up, yeah. yep tell me just tell me your thoughts initial thoughts uh, listening to the album did you like it were you disappointed i don't think you were disappointed but just tell me your feelings your thoughts about the album when you heard it 
for all the dogs. Yeah, for all the dogs. <laughs> you know, it like I like I was saying earlier, this is what a Drake album's become. I don't I haven't said to myself, damn, Drake's coming. Pause. Midnight <laughs> since nothing was the same. Because I know what to expect. We're gonna get joints we really like out of this. Is it ever gonna be a consistent through through and through listen? I don't think we're ever gonna get that from Drake. And so here you have your moments. Like I, I reference because it's my type of shit. The Charlotte joint produced by Conductor. Along with some other Yeah. Conductor. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, nah, along with some other shit on here. Like there was some um some good, you know, R and B shit on here, but I can't say I was disappointed because the bar is not that like yeah, yeah. like I said, I know I'm gonna get a couple of joints from Drake that I'll listen to forever. Because he is that level of artist. Mm-hmm. He chooses to, you know, produce these albums the way he does. And so you get what you get. It's I can't say I was disappointed. I can't say I've listened to the entire album more than twice either. Mm. That's it. That's that's really where I'm at with Drake's albums. Like As far I, as Drake, as far as just listening to Drake, period. Yeah, because yeah. I'm always gonna listen. I, I love Drake's music. You know, Drake's one of those artists who defines an era in your life for for us. This is our twenties. This is our late teens, our our whole twenties. Facts. Him he's still like going that at same it. class and he's still he's still at the top of it. So I'm always gonna listen. I'm always gonna get something that I like out of it. But as a body of work, hmm. I like the cover. <laughs> uh, Adonis drawing the cover. Shout out Adonis. Um, but yeah, no. I mean, as far as uh, me personally, listening to the album, I'm right. I'm right on par with you, man. Like I liked it first time listening to it. I liked it. I wasn't disappointed. It's not that I wasn't disappointed. I just like, how do I put it? Like, I guess I was just. You want something else out of him? Were you expecting something else? I was no. I wasn't expecting anything else from him. But I guess I wanted something more from him. Like this album was kind of what I was expecting. And going into it, I wanted Drake to put out that classic album, but it's just another example of like he doesn't care. He's gonna do what he wants to do, and this is what we get, which is not which is not bad music. It's quality music. It's great music. There's songs off here that I fucking love. Yeah, and Cole you coming? smoked. We're gonna him. we're gonna get into that. We're gonna get into that. Fuck. That's one of my gripes. That's one of my gripes. But we're Fuck. gonna get into that. Um, just like another little kind of annoying thing that I'm kind of like over with Drake is like. He's still talking about the same stuff about how girls have like done him over. So he calls this album for the dogs and everybody thinks he's going to be rapping and going at everybody's necks on this album, right? Now, you know, like that was kind of on us, the fans, the general hip hop fans and Drake stands putting that expectation on him. But when you listen to the album, he's talking about the same shit. He's talking about... But he's talking about... The women are the dogs. It's for the women who are dogging him out. But he's talking about the same shit. He's talking about women that are breaking his heart. Women that he tried to put onto like amazing things, you know, um, material things, taking yeah. them to trips, and they break his heart again. Like we've heard this song but over and over from Drake, bro. That tells me that he's bored with music and maybe at a standstill creatively. Because I feel like he talks about those things to latch on to the relatability that he had. Because that was Drake's whole thing when he first came out. Dog, but it's he 15 connected. years later. But the thing is, he so he's reaching... What are we doing? He's reaching for that connection point. I remember he said something on the Lemon Pepper Freestyle about you know not even being able to be relatable anymore. I think that that's a real thing in his head. So he goes back... To what he knows. To what he knows. He, he draws from that, that original source, but it doesn't sound the same. Because when he used to do it, the shit was fresh. The shit just, you know, 
it was a different perspective. Now it's like, I don't know that we're getting, you know, genuine real life experiences or if he's just giving us this because he knows that the large majority of people are just going to be like, yeah, I, I connect. But people <laughs> who really listen know, okay, you, you just, you expect something else creatively from Drake because you know he is that level of artist. Like he's and I'm trying to avoid going on the same, you know, Joe Budden rant because Joe had a yeah. perspective that was similar that I had too, but... No, nah, but Joe, yeah, we're talking about Joe Budden when he was saying that like, yo, what are you doing? Like, you're talking about the same stuff. Like, he's, he's kind of like hanging around younger artists. It's like, you're not that young artist anymore. That's what Joe Budden was saying. But he has a point. But going back to the whole women breaking his heart, like, it's just recycled, bro. And you've had experiences in your life. You have a son. And yeah, he's incorporated his son a little bit yeah. more into music. But I feel like we... I feel like we should get a little bit more of that. And like, dog, you go from fucking... The embassy that his fucking his the the house that he built is a fucking museum. Like the the experiences and the different perspectives that he can come from, but we're still talking about women breaking your heart. Like, what are we doing, bro? Yeah. So I'm not I'm not a Drake stand. So again, if you're listening to this, leave it in the comments. Tell us, let us know a song or I don't know, maybe a project that me and Mike maybe missed. I don't know how that's possible, but let us know about a song or something They'll that he might be talking so about something different, <laughs> right? That's where they'll go back to. But right, all right, man. So now that we talked about a lot about going into the album, why don't we actually dive into the album? You feel me? <laughs> So, first track, Virginia Beach. I think what I'm going to say is what everybody was thinking. Everybody thought he was going to open the track going up Push's Neck. Yeah, and I th <laughs> but I think even that's calculated. I think he names it that. He knows what people are thinking, and he just comes in the way he comes in. Like, So, it's never, it's never as obvious as, as it appears with someone like Drake. Just mm -hmm. like Kanye, it's never... Yeah. So, yeah, it was cool, though. I liked it. I like Virginia so Beach. Next song, Amen, Future and Tizo Touchdown. Fire. You well, like it? Okay. I think it's one of the standouts. Ooh, I interesting. Think it's one of the standouts. I think Tizo smoked that. I think that that was one of the stronger efforts on the on the project. Interesting. This is actually a skip for me. Yeah. This is a skip for me. Tizo comes back in a, in a couple songs, in a few songs actually. He yeah. comes back and he smokes it. Yeah. But as far as right now, me, I skip it, and you think it's one of the stronger outings yeah, I think for Drake. It's one of the stronger. Interesting. Calling for you, we pick up from the Her Lost collaboration. Twenty One Savage is on it, and one thing that I think this is like the first time that we hear it in this album where Drake does the B switch. Yeah, yeah. And he's he's kind of I don't want to say he's copying Travis, but he's going the Travis route, and he does that for a few songs on this album. Where like the first beat is one beat and the second half is another beat. Twenty one is is rapping on a completely different beat from the, on this yeah. song. This is Jimmy Cooks too. Didn't they do the same thing? I believe Jimmy so. Cooks? Yeah, it's so, the same formula. That can we be real? Jimmy Cooks. What? Calling for you is from the cutting room floor of her loss. I like it though. It's cool. Yeah, but that's what it is. It's cool. <laughs> it's it's a leftover from her loss. It was mm -hmm. on the cutting room floor. How about twenty one though? Twenty one's been on a run. Twenty one's a beast. Twenty one's been on a run. Has. Great chemistry with all the great artists of this generation. Him and Cole link up, fire him Grammy, and Drake. Yeah. They always got some shit together. So twenty one is it. Underrated? Yeah. Why 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 is that? Why do you think? Because the whole image and the time he came out, he came with the class of SoundCloud rappers, the name Twenty One Savage very in line with the brand and the time that he came but he's a lot bigger than what he's presented as. And he could rap, he makes great music. Um, right. He's got a sense of humor. He's got personality in his music. But time will be on his side. When people look back at his catalog, 
That's a catalog to look back on. Mm. Him and the Metro Boomin and everything. Metro hey. Boomin wants some more. Yeah. yeah. All right. So after calling for you, this is the, to me personally, this is the beginning of a little bit of a run for Drake on this album. Yeah. Fear of Heights into Daylight into yeah. first, first person. person shooter featuring yeah. J. Cole. Okay, Cole. I don't know. Before we get into that song, I don't know if you have anything to say about Fear of Heights and Daylight. Daylight was one of the stronger outings. Outings as well. It that is that is a sequence right there on this album. Though, and Daylight, the end of Daylight, if not if I'm not mistaken, is when Adonis is freestyling a little bit. It's like you yeah, know yeah. what, nah, with my man, right? Yeah. I was like, okay, cool, but you know, step aside. Bro. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was like, please step aside. Easy, my man. Um, okay, so now let's get into the fucking smoke show. The smoke show. Yeah. No, you, nobody wants it with Cole right now, bro. No. If him he's and, featured, why even, why even allow him to be on the record? Okay, so this is where, this is where, I gotta as much hate as I give Drake. Let me give him a little bit of flowers right now. I want to give the respect to Drake for even allowing this to happen because if we're keeping it real, have we seen K Dot have J Cole on a song on one of his albums? No. no. Have we seen Big Sean have? J. Cole on one of his recent albums or K-Dot or, or no. uh, maybe Wale I'm not sure but like you know what I'm saying like yeah. artists that are that tier in our opinion Wale and Cole go back and forth they do yeah but the My big boy. three Drake, Cole and Kendrick K-Dot doesn't have Drake on any of his songs or Cole on any of his songs yeah. J. Cole hasn't really hasn't had any Drake songs on his albums no the only one that I can think of is um in the morning. Was that off of the his debut? That was off a mixtape. That was off a mixtape, yeah. but then he put it in sideline story or no? Am I bugging? It's been a while, bro. He may yeah, have. Yeah, maybe. You're right. But anyway, Drake, he puts J. Cole on his on his on his album. And and he knows, he knows that when we see that feature on this album, everyone's gonna gravitate towards that song. Because like we just said, it's one of the big it's two out of the big three. We wanna see who's gonna go at who. We wanna see who's better at who who's better at rapping. And yeah, like I said, it's a fucking smoke show. But this song speaks to the whole thing about Drake. Drake doesn't give a fuck about us. <laughs> he does it because he the thing is, Drake is a very capable rapper. We've heard it time and time again. He he is. He does <laughs> he he's is, he's he doing this. He's making he's making the song the song. He's laying the floor out for Cole. He there's nothing Drake could have done with that Cole verse. Wait, Cole so you're was saying like a man possessed. So you're saying you're saying Drake laid out the carpet for him? It's yeah. like, yo, do you, bro. Got him. So he's running from the smoke. Running from the smoke. Ooh. There's nothing he could do. But no, 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 no. You can't. There's no, no, no. no. There is no oh, I thought you were gonna say there's nothing wrong about that. No, there's nothing you could do about it. No, you can't. You can actually show up. That's what you can do about it. Versus Cole uh, You in can that try scenario, and show up. You can. And if he tried to show up, he would probably that was, do good. Yeah. But the thing is guarantee you if this was on a 40 style record submarine sample a little slower tempo lemon pepper-esque drake's gonna try to rap on a beat like that you know you have no chance against cole cole's gonna fucking bounce all over that like spalding pause <laughs> i mean i get what you're saying bro but like i don't want to use that as an excuse bro like it's not an excuse you but hear, you hear again, Cole going crazy saying that I'm 3-2, I'm the numero yeah, uno, yeah. and then fucking you got Drake over here talking about taking girls to dinner and being like, who the goat? Like, yo, what he the fuck, bro? Like Muhammad Ali. Oh, Cole, yeah. He's like, when things aren't connecting. <laughs> Cole, like, I got a job at IT. But that was yeah. a shot at... He was, I love Cole, bro, and I love him more in this era of his career Speak on than it. I even did before. 
because he has developed so fucking beautifully in com- contrast to Drake. Not to say he necessarily hasn't, but with Cole, like his projects are getting better. His rapping is getting better. No, Cole as an artist Cole has gotten better than Drake. Is, There's no Cole question. It's like. You see the growth. Man. You see the growth within like what he's talking about. You also see the growth of his rapping ability, I, being able to right. rap in different schemes and different flows. Exactly. What, and what, he when cares have we seen about that? that piece of it, and that's what. But see, and I try not to apply my old school rules to this shit, but I can't help it. I love when a guy like Cole gets on a track and he's like, "Nah, I'm he- I'm not here to be your friend. I'm here to kill you." The same way I love that. No matter how famous Meek Mill got. He goes up to a radio station. What's he doing? He's going to freestyle. You just He's going to funk, freestyle. right? He just got done with funk. Yeah, I got to watch. I didn't see it yet. He just got done with flex. That's crazy. I, I like rappers who keep in line with my core values of this shit. When, you, when it comes to rap, like, you can get as famous, have as many hits as you want. But when it comes down to the essence of this shit, whether you're on a track with another guy who's a certified rapper or you're up at the radio station, I'm, I'm coming... For all of you. Facts. I love that spirit. I love that. Like, and I can't, I, and that's, that's honestly, to your point, that deducts from Kendrick's legacy too, because I don't think Kendrick is aligned with, with that. Or maybe he doesn't give a shit neither. But dudes like Cole, dudes like Meek, um, even Sean too. Sean's another guy. If he goes up to a radio station, he's going to rap. <laughs> yeah. He's going to rap. He, and let's not forget the whole control and everything that set fire to all this was because sean had a track him kendrick and jay electronica yeah sean we need you bro and we know you're doing your, your fatherhood stuff and we love to see that and but we need you dog yeah and and you know sean e- even though like we can make the argument of who gets on on tracks with who as far as the biggest artist but i mean sean also had the what was it? Detroit Cyphers on this last album on Detroit. Detroit Two, yeah. So he does shit that shows. Yeah, I could have hits. Oh yeah, Mar uh, Marvin and Chardonnay. Yeah, that's on. But I could rap, and that's yeah, something no. that it made me respect Sean after a while because at first I was like, this dude's delivery's weird. His voice is fucking weird. He's got a weird thing about, but he raps his fucking ass off. Yeah, man. Um, so we love that class: Cole, Kendrick, Drake, Sean, Wale, all that. But going back to this song, man, again, it's a fucking smoke show, and I just like <laughs> it's a fucking smoke He's show. Like, Yo, fuck all that. Back to me. <laughs> fuck all that. Back to fucking Drake getting smoked out of his boots from fucking Cole. <laughs> nah, man, it's just like no, it's true. He did, and uh, I and get he ran, it. huh? He ran. He ran from the fight. He ran. He ran from the fight. But I also want to throw this at you. What if whatever Drake rapped on that song, right? He was rap. He was rapping. What if that was Drake's, he actually was trying. If he was actually trying, it, and it was on a different beat too. So I, I, don't, I just want to throw that out there because people are going to use that as an excuse, whatever. But what if, what if we find out that Drake was actually in the fucking studio like, oh shit, I just heard Cole's verse. verse. Let, me, let, me try, let me try and pick my shit up. Bro, if he like Nah, I don't think that's that'll, the case. I don't think so either, but if that if that's that would be crazy. I don't even want to know we that. just we Drake, just see the disparity. Drake, between. I know you're listening. If that's the case, don't even tell us that's the case. <laughs> I'm just saying if we find out through some sort of blog, I don't fucking know. But no, you could tell by the way he by the way Drake approached the track, he put his verse on the track first. Mm. And Cole came in it. There's no way you're talking about the shit you're talking about on that first verse, knowing that Cole just Open the asshole of that track. <laughs> I don't care who you are. 
Yeah, no, call me crazy. Um, okay, after that, we got I Don't Give a Fuck featuring... I never want to hear Ye- this song again. Really? Damn. Sometimes I find, like, we're so different. I love this Yo, song. I never want to hear this song again. I love... I don't, I don't, I don't, I have, I have never listened to Yeet. I still don't really listen to Yeet. But from what I've heard is the sound of this song is Yeet's sound. And it's very, it reminds me of the Travis Scott, but it's like a little bit more electronic guitar-ish kind of yeah. wave. And damn, that is a, a decorative way of saying trash. <laughs> I don't think that we talking about the song. We talking about that kind of music. That song. I mean, probably that kind of music too. I don't know too much about. I don't it. mind it, yo. I I like I like I like the incorporation of different like elements of different genres of music into hip hop. But it's been done before and it's been done better. All right, no matter your opinion. But yeah, I like that song. That's a no for you. This is uh seven nine six nine Santa. This is where Tizo comes in. He's like, dogs will yeah, yeah. be dogs. <laughs> the we may rum kills it. <laughs> Yeah, fucking kills yeah, it. Yeah, he smoked that. Tizo, salute. Definitely killed it. Okay, this is okay. Now this is another gripe that I have. After that, we got slime you out. What? <laughs> Not a gripe. You gotta you when you edit this, you gotta keep the gripe count. You gotta do that. <laughs> Maybe yeah, I'll do that. Thank you. I like where your mind's at. Gotcha. All right, so no, this is another this is another thing. So slime you out featuring scissor. Yeah. First up, before I get before I give my take, tell me your take. What'd you think about the song? What'd you think about because this was the first single yeah, if you will that's the whole issue though that the song if it was just kind of in pocket in the album it still would probably be somewhat disappointing to me but mm. when you put it out there as a first single mm. you're just setting yourself up this is not a first single track in this and I mean maybe that was purposefully done too but in this day and age five minutes and ten seconds for the single I mean, you see Drake and SZA, you know the history there. It's like there's, you don't know really what you're going to get. So you were uh, disappointed? Yeah. I think okay. SZA actually smoked her verse, though. SZA did smoke her verse, but I'm in agreement with you. I just feel like the song should have been better. And even within the sequencing of the album, it's still not what I wanted. No, but it would have been, tell me not, it would have been better had you just heard it like that. Kind of just for the first time, the album. it would have been, yeah, right. It would have, yeah. So I, I, and I think that might be the general consensus with that song, in general. But like you said, SZA did smoke her part, but I still, I don't know. It was just something about that song that didn't connect with me. Yeah. Like you said, Drake SZA, you're expecting something, and it's not that it's a bad song, but it could have been more. So after that, then we got Bahamas Promises. For me personally, it's not that I don't like the song, and it's not a skip, but I'm just kind of like, okay, I'm just kind of like, okay. There's a whole lot of that after this point. There's a whole lot of, okay. <laughs> All right. Uh, Tried Our Best is kind of the same thing yep. as far as Bahamas Promises. It's not a bad song. It's not a yep. skit, but it's kind of like, okay. okay. And then we got a nice little um, shout out to DJ Screw, Screw the World. Yep. Now, yep. actually, one of my favorites. Drew Picasso. Yeah, Drew Picasso is fire. I fuck with it. I fuck with it. Drew Picasso. I just like, I like the tempo of the song. I like what he's talking about. No, he's talking on this. That, Mm -hmm. that is something you could tell where he's drawing from a genuine place Mm. because it's just, you, you feel that shit when you listen to music, when you, when you listen the way we listen, you can tell what's contrived and what he's just, Lord knows where he was just kind of writing that record. One of my favorites. Um, after that, we got members early. Members only, excuse me, featuring uh, Party. Yeah. 
Party's my guy. Where's your fucking album, guy? Parties? Facts. He he dropped a he dropped a song, I think maybe in the summertime. It was a random ass uh wow. I was gonna say the name of the song is Turbulent, but it's not it. Whatever. No, 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 but he's dropped. I mean, I think he's given a lot of his The last two um items of music that I know that Party has, he dropped his solo song, I think in the summer, and then he dropped a song with uh Diddy. It was like Sex yeah, Porsches, something like that. He was on the Love album. It's not one of their better collaborations, no. in my opinion. I like the song. I listen to it. Um, but yeah, Drake and Party definitely have better songs. Yeah. Um, what would Pluto do? For me, it's a skip. I don't fucking like this song. For you? Go that way. It's a skip. I don't want to hear it again. And uh, you know what's funny? I kind of, I'm kind of thinking, I'm kind of seeing this on the internet that it's like it's one of the standouts that people actually really like. Hey, my year is a lot different, I guess. I don't know. I, don't, I, I hate the way it starts, been. too. It starts with a ding, ding, ding. With like, it, it sounds like a piano, do but I don't me. know. It doesn't, it doesn't speak to me. Um, And then after that, we got one of my one of my uh, favorites, All the Parties with I Chief like Keef. I like, I like the way Drake I like whenever you see whenever you see Chief Keef kind of pop up, he, the way he's utilized is usually... Good, I like, and this was this was one of definitely the stronger efforts on the album. Chief Keef, I feel like he, um, I don't know if this is fair to say, but I feel like he's beginning a lot more of respect as of late for being like one of the pioneers in like the early 2010s of introducing exactly right. And I because feel you're like, seeing the mm. effects of his. These are all Chief Keef's children. Mm. These are all Waka Flocka, Chief Keef, Gucci Mane. The this is that's the starting point for all of this. Shout out to Keith. For better or worse. Um, so yeah, I like that song. You said you like that song as well. Yeah. Um, all right, and now we get into Is it your favorite? That is. Yeah? Yeah. Produced by I can't. Come do on, it. man. Conductor, we have a problem. <laughs> Conductor, Conductor, we have we a problem. We have a problem. Yeah, 8 a.m. in Charlotte. All right, talk to me, bro. But you liked about it going when you when you because yeah. you know that timestamp Drake is a thing. Timestamp Drake is a thing. Talk to me. Um as soon as I fucking heard the conductor drop i had to like rewind back with oh okay i guess that that works too you hear the soul sample drake in this tempo he can't be fucked with he's rapping his ass so there was a couple of lines there when i was i was like oh. gripe number five elementary bars that's Some one of, of my gripes are, against the song well so he the thing was i felt like this was a beat where he could just kind of talk his shit but he was trying to like experiment with his rapping style mm. don't do it on there bro just talk from the heart on this one <laughs> like uh what's the fucking bar he had something about i got a couple he's using the european countries so many checks owed i feel czechoslovakia yeah. nigga like, no, 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 come no, on no, bro come on. Come you on. go wherever i go come i feel on. you go sl- come on come man on, come nah on, come, come on, on drake come on we don't come on we can't do that on a timestamp song bro no we can't and that's what like i think Production-wise, this had potential to be top three timestamp, mm. but I think the level of bars, and then when you when you size that up to come on, five a.m. in Toronto, four p.m. in Calabasas, fuck, even nine a.m. in Dallas. Mm-hmm. What was that bar about teenage whatever Drake? <laughs> the, he like timestamp Drake is really a thing and. Yeah. And I'm not saying he didn't disappoint on this in my opinion. I think the record itself is fire, but bar for bar, it's not 
his one of his better outings in terms of timestamp Drake. Mm. And so yeah, so this brings me to a point where I kind of just mentioned where there are some. It's not it's not just in this song. It's in a few songs where you can point out some bars that are just like it's. They just kind of sounded a little lazy. Um, in Virginia Beach, it's not a bar, but he says something about like something about like mama you so hot i want to put a baby in you and he used some sort of like words to rhyme together and i was just like like dude i could have put that line together and i'm not trying to come off as a drake hater but these are like the little things that i'm looking for within the album within the songs that i'm like i'm just i'm just i'm just like holding you up to a standard that i feel like you should be held to because you're one of the kings of hip-hop whatever um proving you could rap that too You've proven you can rap, so we need something from you there. So okay, so eight AM in Charlotte, I agree with you. I like the song. Anytime you hear boom bap, I'm I'm automatically in. And that conductor drop. I really fuck mm-hmm. with the fact that Drake did that. that See, that's drop? a little that's a little nugget to say. I still have my ear to the street in mm-hmm. that regard. You got a conductor track. How else are you gonna come across that? There's obviously the Benny track that, you know, you only heard a leaked version of it on YouTube with Drake yeah. and Benny. So there's. Are we ever getting that song? <laughs> that, that was like three years ago. If he comes out with like a care package volume <laughs> two, maybe we'll get it. Or if it pops up on a Benny project, maybe. But mm. I don't. I think the moment's passed. Yeah. Okay. So after 8 a.m. in Charlotte, we got BBL Love Interlude, and I obviously this is one of the highlights of the album where you get fucking shot. Shadeadu on B A R K Radio. That, I was hyped when I heard Sade. I was that's like, hard. oh shit, okay. No, that's hard. That shit was fire. That's hard. And there's always been rumors that I think uh like Drake's number one artist that he's that he's always wanted to work with that he hasn't gotten to so far is Sade. And there was always rumors that they were trying to work together. A Sade and Drake song, I'm in. I'm in. Take my fucking money, bro. If we if we put together Sade's vocal right. ability, that's what I'm saying. I don't have the confidence that it would be done right at this point, though. I just don't. I mean, what does that even, if it's done right? What does that look like to you? What does that sound it's like hard to you? To say, you know, I just know when I hear it. I hear you, but um, but yeah, when I heard that that Drake has been a Sade fan and he wants to look, and he wants wants to work with Sade, I was like, God damn, I want to hear that. Sade, I grew, my mom is a huge Sade fan, and I grew Sade. up listening to Sade, so the fucking legend. Um, and then after that, I think we got one of, if not the worst song on the album. And I don't know how you fucked this up. Bad Bunny's running the, r- running the world right now. And his album is fire. His album is fire. So like, dude, this is like, I don't even let it play for a second. It's, it's, an, a layup. it's an automatic skip, bro. To Patrick Ewing. So, Mr. Finger Roll. I know, right? I don't know what happened. Drake, yeah. Drake was, was wearing mad knee pads like fucking Patrick Ewing missing the layup. Uh, okay. Gripe number 15. Uh, next song. From here on, I don't need to hear anything else. <laughs> okay. Facts. Rich Baby Daddy featuring Sexy Red and the second feature from SZA. Why is Sexy Red getting a, on a fucking Drake album? And this goes no. this goes to what this is goes to what um Budden was saying, how like Drake is kind of like trying to stay young where you don't need to stay young. You could just you could just be on your own. You don't have to attach yourself to like whoever's hot right now. Sexy Red just popped off this past summer. A little bit before a that, but bit she before. has that grab, that appeal that Cardi B originally had, that like genuine hood rat shit. That, and I get see, okay, I I hate doing this to you because I fucking I drag the pot out. No, nah, it's all good. It's all good. Something that I feel like Drake got from Ye. 
but can't do as well as Ye is he takes pieces of the culture, things that are very much in the now, and he tries to incorporate into his albums. Like Ye always said, you listen to his album, you listen to Graduation, you see Wayne, you see T-Pain, because those were the guys of the time. He finds a way to fit those guys within the scope of his album, within the scope of his music. I feel like Drake does the same thing. That's why, from a, a culturally relevant standpoint, it makes sense to have Sexy Red on the album. True. But it's not done right, because that's one thing that Drake will never have a leg up on Ye, and it's the overall composer and the producer that's Drake that is Ye's standpoint where he can figure out placement for these people you heard it on Donda too he fucking had everyone on there yeah, and literally it was the entire hip hop <laughs> it was placed beautifully he could still do that and I think that Drake does attempt to do that it's just not there it's not you know he doesn't have maybe the right minds or the right ideas in the room and it just comes out like this yeah. Um. So yeah, that was just one of my things. I was like, I don't, I don't want to hear "Sexy Red" on a fucking Drake album, and I also thought it was too soon for her. Um. Okay. So now this brings me to the next song, another late night featuring Lil Yachty. Why the fuck was Lil Yachty the ba- basically the rollout for this fucking album? Why the fuck was Yachty doing an interview saying like this is one of Drake's best albums? Drake's ver- one of Drake's best verses are on this album. What the fuck, bro? First of all, we don't need you talking about Drake. Yachty, circle back. Where was the verse that you were talking about? And this is the, and, but also I like Yachty, especially what 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 I he's like him been as doing. A personality. You don't like his music? No. You don't like what he's been putting out lately? Like if we're talking about the secret recipe joint with Cole. Did you did you listen to that album he dropped in the beginning of the year? Let's yeah, start no, here. That, yeah, no, that was no, that you, was good album. That's what I'm saying. And th- yeah. this this kind of goes into what you were saying about Cole a little earlier about how so about how you were saying about Cole a little earlier about we see the growth within Cole about the rapping yeah. schemes, the flows. I see that with Yachty. Yachty's starting he's to trying. do that. He's starting to do he's trying to put his Bro. foot into like different genres, trying to incorporate it within hip hop, and I fucking appreciate that so much. But, like, as far as Yachty being the rollout for this album, it's like, bro, we don't need all that. And and then on top of that, like you, like I just said, you're saying that Drake's one of one of Drake's better verses is on this album. Like, you're already, like, putting him behind... Yeah, you set him back. You put him behind the eight ball. And you're saying, I almost crashed listening to For All The Dogs. Yeah. All right, Yachty. What do you think about the song? Not for me. No? I mean, I don't mind it. It's cool. That's what I mean. Like, I think the Bad Bunny record... The Rich Baby Daddy record, n- no. These three, <laughs> these three, not bad. Cool. That's my consensus for the next three. Yeah, That's I'm with you. That's pretty much it. Yeah, the and the last two, Away From Home and Polar Opposites, it's just, yeah, I'm just like, okay, cool. Um, yeah, I'm going to be background music somewhere. Mm. Just overall, just give me, give me your favorites. Give me your favorites from this album. Okay. I'm going to go... I'm going to go Amen. I'm going to go First Person Shooter because of that Coleverse. And I'm going to go um, Charlotte. Those three? Those three. All right, so we're doing top three. Top three for me, we got Virginia Beach, Drew Picasso. It's hard. That's up there, too. Say it. You want to go with that Yeet record. I was, yo, you, you know me. <laughs> I don't give a fuck what you eat. <laughs> yeah, man. The And the Cole is just like, to me that's cold song so that's why i'm not picking yeah, it yeah yeah but yeah those are the top three for me man um okay so 
We wrapped up the Drake segment on the podcast. Drake, <laughs> salute being one of the kings of hip hop for the past 15 years. And again, for sure. if we're talking the year in hip hop, we got to talk about the boy. He's running shit right now. And we want to see you grow. And we're, doing, we're talking about you like this because we're fans of music and we're fans of hip hop. And we've never seen a run like this before. Big facts. Thank you for tuning in to this episode. Before we sign off, we want to remind you to hit the links in the description for social media, for the Shia LaBeouf shirts, for Reddit, everything you want to find. The link will be in the description. Mike, my guy, I want to yes. thank you so much, bro, for coming through. Always. First time in a while being in yes, person. Sir. Are you going to plug your OnlyFans? My OnlyFans? No, I don't have OnlyFans. <laughs> Maybe that might be in the... That's going to be on the docket. But, uh, Mike, again, I want to say thank you for giving me your time and no. energy. And um, this is not going to be the last time we see you no. or hear of you. And uh, we'll check you guys out in the next episode of the Time Flies Podcast. Peace. Peace.